Welcome to the Law Boutique 30 podcast. LB30 for short. LB30 explores the legal challenges that face business owners, individuals, and families, with a twist. LB30 addresses these topics in a conversation with a seasoned legal and business professional. Your host, David Porter, has over 30 years of experience, connecting with clients to learn their objectives, and then devising strategies to solve problems, in a way to make businesses more sustainable, while solving the legal issues at hand. LB30 allows you to see inside the practical, concierge service you can create with a trusted legal advisor. LB30 is about conversation and practicality. The Law Boutique 30 is open to provide information and education. Please welcome your host, David Porter. Welcome back to this episode of Law Boutique 30. My name is David Porter. I'm the founder of Law Boutique 30, the founder of Porter Law. It's great to have you here. And today we're going to talk again, because I think this is so important. We're going to talk about prevention. We're going to talk about prevention in the context of being the most important tool that a business owner has. In 30 years of experience working with businesses across all industries, sizes, and shapes, the number one thing that I saw business owners have a struggle with was embracing the idea of prevention as an important and critical business strategy for them in growing, running, and protecting their business. So today's episode is about prevention being the business owner's number one tool and strategy to be effective and sustainable going forward in your business. Now, Law Boutique 30 is here to provide education and information. We are not here to provide legal advice. Uh, While I am a lawyer on this podcast, I am not your lawyer. So we're going to talk about prevention in very general terms to educate and inform you of how prevention can help you have a stronger, more sustainable business, which in the long run is better not only for you, but is better for your customers. So let's start with the challenge of today. And the challenge of today is it's hard for you as a business owner to pay attention to your business when you're worried about simply executing your business. What does that mean? It means that business, running a business is tough, it's hard, and customers are always in need of your help, and that's a good thing. Customers needing you, customers being connected to you, you being connected to them is vital for your your business to be successful and to grow and to be profitable. But at the same time, your customers are needing you, so is your business. Your business needs you to work on it as well as working in it. And so let's talk a little bit about the four elements of our challenge of today. Well, the first one is what I call the squeaky wheel syndrome. Business owners like you have a real challenge because the squeaky wheel always gets your attention. Whatever is the loudest, whatever is the thing that is in your face every day, that's what gets your attention. That's natural. That's 
human nature. The squeaky wheel gets the grease. We're going to talk in a little bit about the opportunity and how we deal with the squeaky wheel syndrome. But the first thing we have to recognize is that the squeaky wheel is part of your challenge of today. The customer that's calling that isn't happy, the customer that's calling that has an emergency, the customer that's calling about whatever they're calling about, you naturally move in that direction to work in your business, not on your business. The second pillar of the challenge of today is it doesn't exist if it's not in your face. It's a little bit like the squeaky wheel. The only difference is you don't really need the wheel to squeak. You just need something to be in your face. So whatever it is, whether it's a customer issue, it's an inventory issue, it's a supply chain issue, it's a machine broken down, it's whatever is in your face. And again, that challenge is perfectly normal. There's nothing that you look at and say, well, gosh, that's, that's a strange response. It's not a strange response. It's absolutely the response you would expect. What we're going to talk about in this episode is that natural response will have you wake up one day and realize that you haven't been working on your business for weeks, months, or years. You've simply been going from crisis to crisis, from squeaky wheel to squeaky wheel, from in your face to in your face, and all of a sudden, some risk has now turned into something that needs to be repaired. And you haven't dealt with it because you haven't worked on your business. You've only been working in your business. So that's pillar number two. Pillar number three is you don't have a process to see your business. And I emphasize the word see because part of your challenge is that you envision your business as a process of taking care of your customers. And again, there's nothing wrong with that visual. It's just not deep enough. It's just not broad enough. You have to have a system and a process by which you can evaluate your business from a are we at risk perspective. What are the risks that are sitting out there waiting to rear their head and make your life more difficult? You don't have a process to do that. We're going to talk about that process later in this episode. The fourth element is, and I've seen this, I've dealt with them with owners and leaders like you, and they see working on their business as a bit selfish. I've heard them say, well, that's not what my customers pay me for. My customers don't pay me to work on my business. My customers pay me to work in my business and take care of them. And there's a certain logic to that. There's a certain part of that that you think, well, that, that makes some sense. Again, it makes sense, but it's not broad enough and it's not deep enough. So your challenge of today, the challenge that we're going to talk about, the, the challenge we're going to unpack in this episode is the challenge that it's hard to pay attention to the risks in your business because you're just trying to pay attention to executing your business. And the four pillars 
that support that challenge of today is first the squeaky wheel syndrome. Second, if it's not in your face, you don't see it. Third, you have no process in which to actually see your business. And you may have a mindset that says working on your business is actually selfish because you exist to take care of your customers. So that's our challenge. Our challenge is that risk, which is inherent in any business, every business has risk. Big, big risk, small risk, internal risk, external risk. It's the nature of being in business is that you are neck deep in risk every day. That's why you have to be so strong. That's why you have to be so forward leaning is because it's tough to run a business. And particularly when you when you deal with large uh, situations in the world, such as what we're dealing with with COVID-19, you have all kinds of challenges that don't even really come from you running your particular business. It's an external challenge that makes it hard for you to run your business. So please understand that what we're talking about today isn't something that you are doing wrong. What we're talking about today is how you might do something better, how you might elevate your game, go from good to great or great to elite in running your business and making it sustainable, profitable, and strong. And the way we do that is the opportunity of tomorrow. And the opportunity of tomorrow is that you have great clarity about the risks your business faces, where those risks arise, and how you can work systematically to ensure that the risks are minimized. In short, how can you work more effectively on your business? So there again, there are four pillars that prop and hold and support the opportunity for tomorrow. And the first one is that you need to work beyond the squeaky wheel. Again, the squeaky wheel is the noisiest, but it often isn't the most important. The squeaky wheel is the person that can pick up the phone and dial you up or dial your people up and yell and scream and complain or just simply need your help. And that's okay. But that particular moment, that particular customer, that particular event is likely not the most important event going on in your business at that moment. Should it be addressed? Absolutely. Should it be the only thing, only thing that's addressed? Probably not. Number two, risk exists even if you don't see it. This is the real challenge that I have discovered about risk in business. It's hard to see. It's hard to be able to identify it if you aren't looking for it. It will not naturally raise its hand and say, hi, I'm a big risk in your business and I'm sitting over here. You have to go look for it. You have to look to identify it. You have to be willing to dig to figure out where that risk is sitting and what could be the catalyst for it to become more than a risk and actually become something that's broken in your business that needs to be repaired. 
The third pillar of our opportunity is you systematically evaluate your business. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand and I've been around hundreds of business owners over my career who completely understand how to evaluate their business financially. They have monthly, weekly, quarterly, yearly financials. They completely understand the budgeting process. They understand their variance. They understand if they're doing well or if they're not doing well financially. That's not what I'm talking about when I talk about systematically evaluating your business. Systematically evaluating your business from my chair and what I'm suggesting to you with as much fervor as I can is understanding and evaluating your business's ability to operate and to operate consistently and effectively. You have to understand how you can efficiently, and I'm all about doing this efficiently, how can you efficiently have a deep and clarifying eye on your business so that you can understand where the risks in your business are, how they are triggered, and what can they cause to happen that is negative in your business. And you have to do that with a consistent system that is designed for your business. There is no cookie cutter here. There is no single way, single assessment tool that you can use that will fix or give you that clarity because your business is unique. It has certain things that are universal, but it also has things that are very unique. And for the opportunity of tomorrow, you can have, you can build a systematic way to look more deeply and with more clarity into your business and what those business risks are. And the fourth part of the opportunity is you completely understand that it is not selfish to work on your business. It is, in fact, prudent to work on your business. Your customers come to you because they want the value that you provide. Ensuring that your company is, is in the position to sustainably provide that value is, in fact, a service for your customers. You may not be delivering your good, your product, your service to your customer when you're working on your business, but what you are delivering is the fact, the cold, hard fact that your business will be there, not only today and tomorrow, but next month, next quarter, next year, because you're not going to get blindsided by risk that you haven't prepared for. So that's our opportunity for tomorrow. The four thing, the four pillars of the opportunity of tomorrow, you have to work beyond the squeaky wheel. You have to recognize that risk exists, whether you see it or not. You have to systematically create a, or create a systematic approach to evaluate and see your business more deeply. And fourth, understand that it's prudent. It's not selfish to work on your business, not just in your business. So we're going to take a break here. A couple of messages on things going on in our world here at LB30. And we'll be back in just a minute to talk about 
the tenets, and the track. We'll be back in just a second. Hey guys, David Porter from Porter Law, the host of Law Boutique 30. In 30 years of practice, I have seen some of the most talented and strong individuals who run businesses in virtually every industry. But here's what I also know. Those strengths can also be their greatest weakness. Not understanding the strengths that they have and how those strengths need to be mastered and disciplined is actually kryptonite to your business. And that's why I created the seven day strengths challenge. It's going to allow you to look at seven key strengths that business leaders have that if not managed can turn into the kryptonite that can tank your business. So go to www.7strengthschallenge.com Register and understand how you can take those great strengths that you have and can use them to your greatest advantage. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. I am just getting started. I just had a baby and my husband and I are just trying to figure out how to take care of her. There is nothing an estate plan can do for us, right? Estate plans do more than deal with money. They help you protect your children. That is why Porter Law has created an instant access summit to dispel the myths of estate planning. It's free. Go find out why you need to take action in this free summit at www.epmythsummit.com. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. Okay, we're back. So we're going to talk about the tenets, the mindsets that you need to embrace if you want to move from the challenge of today to the opportunity of tomorrow. And there are four mindsets, four things that you need to shift in your thinking to move from the squeaky wheel to something beyond the squeaky wheel, to be able to engage in prevention and understanding risk and how do you prevent risk in your business for the benefit of your customers. The first of the tenets is, the more I know, the more you know, the more you can deliver. So what's interesting is, I've never met in, in three decades, I've never met a business owner that didn't have profound expertise in the good, the service, or the experience that they created for their customer. They understood how to deliver that in spades. What most didn't understand was the system by which that good service or experience was created. And when you don't understand how your good service or experience are created, you're simply trying to run the treadmill as fast as you can, not really knowing where you're going or what you are delivering to your customer. The more you understand about how you deliver things, the systems that create the things that you deliver, the more you're actually able to deliver. You can understand how to build efficiency and effectiveness into the work that you do. 
But you first have to have a mindset that says, the more I know about how I do what I do, the more that I can deliver. The second mindset shift you have to make is you have to, you have to truly believe that the work you spend on your business is as important as the time you spend in your business. If you don't believe that working on your business is as important as working in your business, you won't do it. Simple as that. You only have 24 hours a day. You're only going to do the things that you think are more, the most valuable for you to do in the business that you have. If you don't think working on your business is important, you won't take the time to do it. And I know that because I've watched it. I know that because that's what I do in my businesses. If I don't think that working on my business is as important as working in my business, I won't do it. And I don't do it. But then I have to remind myself that working on my business is a tremendously valuable thing for me to do, not only for myself, but for my customers. The third tenet, the third mindset shift you have to make is when you have systems and processes in your business, you are more powerful running your businesses. Because again, we go back to you understanding how you deliver. And it allows you to then optimize and, and gain efficiency and effectiveness in how you deliver your good, your service, or your experience. And then the fourth tenet is understanding and having a mindset that says one of the key ways that you deliver value to your customer is ensuring that your business is taken care of. While it's true, your customers don't pay you to make sure that your business is working effect effectively and efficiently. They want it to work efficiently and effectively. They want it to be sustainable. They want it to be there today, tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. Because you deliver value to them and you making sure that your business is there and delivering is vitally important, not only to you, but to them. So the four tenets, the four mindset shifts that you need to have, you need to make to be able to shift from the challenge of today to the opportunity of tomorrow are one, the more you know, the more you can deliver. Time spent on your business is as valuable as time spent in your business. When you have systems in place, you can run your business more powerfully. And fourth, one of the key ways that you take care of your customers is taking care of your business. So we've talked about the mindset shift, shifts. Let's talk about the things, let's talk about the work that you need to do. Once you've, once you've embraced these mindsets, what are, the, what, are the, what are the work steps, the production steps, the track that you need to get on to move from the challenge to the opportunity? First is you need to take baby steps to learn more deeply about the systems in your business. Baby steps. It's going to take time. It's going to take time for you to step back from your business enough to be able to look at, understand, and begin to get a true understanding of the systems of your business. And that is work that you need to do. 
You need to write down the systems in your business, whether it is a document, whether it is a flow chart, whether it is a whatever. You need to in some way capture and write down the systems that make up your business. That is a work shift that you need to make. You can't just simply say, ABC Company needs us to deliver this product and just hope it gets done. You need to be in a position with the track of when you say XYZ Company needs this product, you know exactly what's going to happen. And you also will be able to see if that doesn't happen, which allows you to get in a position to ensure that your customers are taken care of. Third, on the track, is that when you then understand how your systems work, you need to identify where the risks are, the failure points in your systems that can cause negative reaction, negative experience for your customer. You can never know what the failure points are if you don't understand how your system works. So part of the process, the track of moving from the, from the challenge to the opportunity is being able to identify the failure points within the system that you are learning about your business. And then the fourth part of the track is, and this will make perfect sense to you, once you figure out where your failure points are, you need to, you need to shore those up. You need to put monitors, controls, and other things in place that make sure that the failure points don't cause failure. So those are the things that you need to do. Those are the production shifts that you need to make on the track. You need to take baby steps to learn more deeply about the systems in your business. You can't tackle it all at once. You got to take it piece by piece. You need to write those systems down. You need to identify the points of failure and you need to shore up those points of failure to make sure that your customers and your business are protected. So we're going to take a break here. We're going to take our last break of this episode. We're going to have a couple of three announcements uh, for you around LB30. And when we come back, we're going to talk about your path forward. We're going to talk about your plan, the tactics that you need to implement immediately to begin the path down from the challenge of today to the opportunity of tomorrow. We'll be right back. My husband and I have been together forever. We've raised our kids and we are in the golden years of our life together. Do we really need to put together an estate plan? I know my mom and dad don't have anything in place to put their affairs in order. I worry about them. But I have enough to do just taking care of my kids and family. Do I really need to take the time to do something about their estate? The short answer to all these questions is, yes, you need to have things in order with your estate. That's why Porter Law put together an instant access summit called the Three Estate Planning Myths. It's free. Go find out why you need to take action in this free summit at www.epmythsummit.com. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. Okay, welcome back. And we're here in the last section. We've talked about the challenge of today, about the squeaky wheel syndrome. 
about how it's hard to pay attention to your actual business when you're just trying to get the work done. We talked about the opportunity of tomorrow, which is being able to understand that your business and your systems at a level that allows you to engage in prevention rather than waiting for things to break and then getting into squeaky wheel syndrome. We talked about the mindset shifts in the tenants. We talked about the skill set shifts in the track. And now we're going to talk about the tactics. When you do these things, what, what should you begin immediately doing to move from the challenge of today to the opportunity of tomorrow? First thing I would have you consider is select one process in your business to go deep and understand. Don't attack your whole business. That's too much. It's too big, too big a mountain to climb. Pick one thing. Pick one service. Pick one deliverable. Pick one product. Pick a service line. Pick something. Pick one thing. And focus on that as you shift in the tenants and the track. So, you have one business process you're going to understand. Second, you're going to write a simple step-by-step -step process, beginning with the customer order, whatever that looks like, and running all the way through the point that the customer pays you cash for that order. You'll hear this referred to as an order to cash process. Pick one thing. Again, don't pick everything. Pick one thing and write out your order to cash process so that you understand that when your customer comes to you for something, a good, a service, an experience, what are they walking into from a process and a system perspective? Then take that thing that you've just written, that process that you've just written, which is a system that you've just written, and identify where in that system are the failure points. Where can that system fail to deliver what it needs to deliver and understand what the causes of those failures are. Is it a communication issue? Is it a, is it a technology issue? Is it a communication? What, what is the thing or things that cause those failures to happen? And then write down how you can control that cause from happening. That's number, that's number three. And then the last thing is once you've done all of that work, find somebody that you trust that understands your business and share your work with them. And then listen for feedback. And that's going to do two things for you. First, it's going to give you a different perspective. It's going to give you a, a set of eyes that is not uh, constrained by your view of the world. That's a good thing. And secondly, you will then be in, be, begin to be able to teach someone else what it is you are accomplishing in being able to be preventive in your business. Because as we said at the beginning, prevention is your best friend. So the four tactics I'm going to have you consider are coming out of this episode. First, select one process in your business to understand. Second, write down an order to cash process for that particular system. Figure out the failure points. Figure out how you can keep those failure points from happening because you understand their cause. And then share your work with somebody that can help you 
ensure that you have thought through that process deeply and appropriately. And once you've done that, you understand prevention. And once you've done it once, you can do it as many times as you want with as many different processes as you want. And as you expand and diversify your business, you'll be able to bring this strategy to bear from the beginning, not after you've already launched. So, prevention is your best friend. It's been great to have you here on LB30 today. Hope you've had a great time. Uh, please subscribe, leave some feedback. It's been great to be with you, and we will see you next week on the next episode of The Law Boutique 30. Thanks for joining us at Law Boutique 30 today. It was great to have you with us. Be sure and subscribe to the video and audio versions of the podcast on your preferred platforms. Also, leave us some feedback on today's show and what future topics you would like to hear. Connect with us at www.lawboutique30podcast.com. Until next week, be open, connect, and take your business to the top.